on the subject, the power of sacrifice. You are not clapping. The power of sacrifice. Psalm 20, verse 7. Psalm number 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in chariots some trust in horses but we will remember the name of our God some have trusted in their businesses in their connections they believe they have what they have because of the qualifications they have some have connected their prosperity to the job they have But we will remember the Lord our God. You are not blessed because of your job. You are not blessed because of your salary. Because when you declare yourself blessed because of your salary and your job, when you lose your job, what will you do? God blesses a man because he knows the man. Follow me. A man who does not know God cannot go far in life. A man who relies on chariots cannot go far in life. But this is David. The man we always pray for his anointing. The man who taught us how to battle 400 wars and never lose. Whilst others believe in their chariots and their ammunitions and all that they had, he said, it's true I'm a good fighter. It's true I'm a good strategist. And, and it's true I have turned um, 400 useless men into 400 mighty men. But it is not because I am good or it is not because I am intelligent or something. But I will remember the Lord God who gave me the grace and the ability and I came to tell somebody until you are able to shake yourself on depending on what you have and what you believe has made you the Lord will stop working with you many people believe in their ability and that is why we break through a a bit and then it looks like we are stuck the last time you said a testimony was five years ago because when you had the testimony you settled you settled and you allowed the testimony to define who you are but today I'm bringing you to a point 
where you know that your source is God where you know that what you have is a little part of the blessing of God God has prepared for you you don't have that car because you bought it you had that car because God gave to you you are not clapping You, you, no, no, look, look, look at this. Whatever you have, God gave it to you. Whatever you ever get, God gave it to you. Whatever you desire for today, God can give it to you. And God is the only person that can give you what you need. And for you to have a peace of mind. Hallelujah. Sometimes you go for the blessings, what you call blessings, from other sources. And now you cannot meet the demands. I was reading the story of a young man who had gone into blood money. And he asked, how many cars does he have? 11 Range Rovers. Four Benzes. He mentioned the, the brands. He had money. How many houses? He said he can't remember, but he remembers only four. But he has many. And all the people who went for this blood money with him are dead. Now he's running to church. It's only God that can make a man. When you deny that, God will turn you into Nebuchadnezzar. Hmm. He will just push you into the bush. Sometimes you need to just go to the hospital and come. Or they just behave like they've admitted somebody you know. And just go to the hospital and come. You don't enter the world. Just walk around. And you will see people. Stronger. Richer. Beautiful. More handsome than you at the verge of death. Then you realize that. So... Why is it that their money? Today I read a story where a young boy of a billionaire, the doctors have given up on him. They did a test, a 50% leukemia. Leukemia. So they should take him home to die. Rich man, there's nothing you can do. God wants you to know that whatever you are today, He made you. In our walk with God, God expects us to grow. Most of us don't grow in the Lord. We fight to grow in other places. We fight to grow muscular. So you see a man two years ago, he was very, very some way. The next two years, you see when he's coming. Uh, he, has, he has dedicated himself for. So he gains. That's good. But most of us don't strive to grow in the law. And that is the headache of God. God is waiting for us to grow. In 2019, you have to fight to grow. You have to make an effort. You need to push to grow. You need to push yourself 
to grow and God will meet you at every level of your growth and I pray for you today that in 2019 you will grow in your spiritual life you will grow in your faith you will grow in your believing God if you believe the word of God give him a shout of praise the Lord will bless you with plenty the Lord will multiply you the Lord will bless you with plenty. The Lord will multiply you. The Lord will cause new grain to grow in your life. You will experience new doors. And yet by this time, the Lord will turn your life around. You will experience the goodness of the Lord. You will experience the love of God. You will experience the favor of God. You will experience the enlargement of the Lord. In 365 days from today, the Lord will change your state. Us. In the name of Jesus, come on, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. One of the areas people don't want pastors to talk about is money. Say money. Say money. Immediately you start preaching about money, some people frown their face. Some people begin to insult you in their heart. Some people begin to look at you some way. This pastor, he likes money. Oh yes, I like money, but I don't love money. You don't like money. Do you love, do you like money? 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 Really, do you like money? So, I... I am tempted to think that many people in church are hypocrites. Preach about salvation, preach about salvation, preach about obedience, preach about, preach about forgiveness. For information, one month, Sunday evening, Sunday evening, I preach about forgiveness passionately. The same way I preach about holiness, salvation, forgiveness, the same way I preach about prosperity. If you have not been poor before and somewhere, somehow, your father and mother lay some foundations for you, sometimes you become an archaic Christian. You don't understand the move of the spirit. God wants you to be blessed, man. God wants you to have money to be a blessing. When Jesus came, he used 20, 20% of his teachings were on finances. If I will prophesy for you to be blessed, I have to teach you how you should use that money. I have to teach you how to provoke. Your salary may be 1,000 cities, but that 1,000 cities can do more than your other colleagues can use their money for. Why? Because you will activate a covenant. You will activate a certain hand. You will activate a certain spirit. And when that spirit is upon your life, whatever you touch will be blessed. Whatever you say shall come to pass. Whatever you attempt shall be accomplished. I bless you with that spirit on this, up this morning. In the name of Jesus. That spirit of sacrifice. 
There are many children of God and they are children of God. Hello? There are many children of God and they are children of God. There are many tongue-talking believers and they are tongue-talking believers. I watched a clip where a man went to church, saw some people working, cleaning the floor. And some of you come to church, you think, oh, she's here, are hungry. You see intercessor, you say, bye, 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 bye. The guy is, no, 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 no. Most of the people you see working in this church are graduates. Some are holding their masters. Some are medical doctors. Some are pursuing PhD. Be very careful the way you look at somebody in the church. Be very, very careful. Most of the instrumentalists sitting here, they are all graduates. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a graduate, that's a graduate, that's a graduate, that's a graduate. He's about to go. So maybe you come and an usher is ushering you because of your PhD or HND. It is not only poor people who serve God. I am not a hungry preacher. No, I'm not. I'm very okay. That's why I preach hard the way I preach. Your money or you're not your money, I'm okay. My hands are not in your mouth. Because your mouth is too small, my hands are big. (laughs) I tell people, if anybody tells you that money is bad, the person doesn't like you. You heard the man of God on Friday. He has been going to Nigeria with road 16 hours. You can imagine the cost. You see, some sicknesses are poverty prone. <laughs> Your sickness eh, is just because you don't have money. <laughs> Even at the mention of that thing, look at how you are smiling. <laughs> There are some money God can bless you. And you see, you must never put your hope on a man. How do I know that you are depending on other people, not God? When you are disappointed that somebody did not help you, then you are depending on man. Then you hate the person. That my uncle, when I was young, if he had helped me, no, no, you don't know your source. Your source is God. God will use people to bless you. But it's not the people who are blessing you, but it is God. Give the Lord a mighty praise in the house. Shall men give unto you? Shall men. So God will cause men to give unto you. Luke 638. You cost men. So when the men are blessing you, don't take them as your source. Hello? Hello? I mean, I, 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 I met a man and he was bragging this, 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 that he has money. Even went to share the gospel with him. If you don't take care, you can't. Because he has lifted himself so high. You have to be using, please, please. So I, was, I started using please, you know, please, then I was very timid. Then I heard the Kubolo spirit in me. <laughs> there's a Kubolo spirit. Then I was scared up. I said, young man, young man. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Young man, relax. What you have, 
do you know I have words that I can speak over your life within three weeks? Something will happen and you lose everything. And he began to watch me. And I told him that, look, as you are, it's God that made you. Stop bragging. Stop bragging. Some of you insult church as though you are more intelligent than pastors. Relax. You don't know anything. No, 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 no. Those errors where people used to mock the church, I'm here to announce to you, it's over. Your amen is not strong. I said it is over. I said it is over. I said it is over. Sometimes you see them talking to a pastor and they'll just be talking anyhow. But when they go to their boss's office, their hands are at their back. That is why you are not blessed. That is why you have money, but you can't sleep. You are using all your money on medical bills. Eh? You are paying bills that you, 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 you are just growing old. You are, you are 30 years. You look like 65-year-old boy. <laughs> it's not the money that makes you. It's God that makes you. And sometimes if you are not careful, those young guys who are marrying, when you marry, you will feel like you have arrived. So your wife made you or your husband made you. You are joking. <laughs> she will make you bad. One of these days you come to church with blue shoe and white shoe. Because he's really making you. <laughs> God holds our lives. If you can always see that the source of your blessing is God, your life will never be the same again. You can never go down in life if you see God as your source. You can. And this thing I'm talking about, sacrifice, there are so many forms of sacrifice. The sacrifice of time, serving God, giving your time to God. In fact, some of you sitting here, you are, you are sacrificing because if you were in a certain office this morning, the checks and the deals you would have signed. So your time here is a blessing. And it's a blessing to you. I was chatting with a friend. The wife is very sick. Very, very sick. I, I didn't know, but for some time now, his name kept coming to me. A very good friend. Serving the Lord. Very, very sick. So he said, he told me that why do people think that the church needs them? Tell them that they need the church more than anything. You need God more than anything. You need God. You need God. Though. You don't tempt God to put you in a place for you to acknowledge that you need him. <laughs> I remember this year somewhere I developed some backache. I don't know where it came. Backache. Strong. You can hardly sit down for five minutes. Serious. So I'm like, e, is that how sickness is? I've never been sick to that point before. 
you are healthy. You are strong. You have everything at your disposal. Oh, Pastor, I, mean, I don't have everything. No, you have your two eyes. <laughs> you have everything, my sister. If you fail to recognize that God, another form of sacrifice is holiness. Your purity to God is a sacrifice. In the era where people are using what they have to get what they want. In the era where people are drinking, go to the hospitals. Kidney disease. Ask Dr. Noah and then doctor. Kidney disease all over. Alcohol. The place is quiet. Say Jehovah my financier. They have forgotten the topic. Kidney disease. Just in the room where blesses mother was, the night they admitted them, three people who were there, two of them, kidney disease, young men, they died. They brought another set. Among the three, two, kidney they died. Young men, 34, 35, 40. Alcohol. A little depressing. You are going to do sitting. You drink, you drink, you drink. You come home, they give you food, you put the fufu in water and you eat. And your wife is kind, he changes it for you. If I was the wife, I'll let you take on, then I'll be drinking the soup. <laughs> I'll drink all the soup. <laughs> when you give your life to Christ, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Some people, where they are coming from. That is why I tell you, don't judge anybody who steps in church. If even the person came with mini skirts, shut up and worship your God. The person in the course of time will transform. Because where she's coming from, Ole, Ole Po, you don't know. She's the angel they found. He is the angel. Give him plenty tattoos and just sitting down. Hey, Charlie, the devil don't come to church. You are lying. Jesus, it is Jesus that is sitting by you. But there is a kind of sacrifice that is financial sacrifice. People want to do the other one, but when it comes to financial sacrifice, then they change their face. Hallelujah. Financial sacrifice is not for babies. It's not for boys and girls. It's for any man who wants to go far in his work with God. So when when we are calling for pledges and seeds, and only few people respond, we understand. That it's not everybody that has been called to walk in that order of giving. Let me give you some blessings of sacrifice. Then I'll wrap up. Let's go to Genesis chapter 8 verse 20 to 22. The first blessing of sacrifice is that 
it reverses curses into blessings. And Noah builded an altar, an altar unto the Lord, and took of the of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Look, I, before we acquired our land, I called Pastor Eric Hemekul, and he said, "Prince, I dreamt of you today. Come, 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 come. That's how it was. Come, 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 come. <laughs> That's how Pastor Eric talked." Giddy, giddy, giddy. Come, 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 come. So I drove and then he said, I am on my new land. Come and stand on the land and you will get your land. I said, don't move oh, be there. I'm coming. I, I went with Eddie you. Mm. I said, fast, fast, fast. When we got there, 12 plus. Huge. I said, ah, my own don't come. No, 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 no. I stood there. I stood there. And I said, no, Charlie, prophecy don't work alone. They work with sacrifice into manifestation. Then I pulled every money in my pocket. I said, this is my seed into this prophetic word. I didn't come and take the money from you. You don't know this. But you are happy that we have a land. Mm, clap. So Noah built an, an altar. An altar. You can also build an altar. And every year we build altar for the year. And 2019, God told me to tell you, he will sponsor your life. Many things you try to do this year, that you struggle to do it. In 2019, the Lord will sponsor you to do it. Come on, shout it yeah. I don't care the economy of the nation. No, no, no. I don't care the performance of the president. It's not my beef. If you are a politician and be praying, but me, I am in God. I do what God wants me to do. I plug into what God wants. Five years ago, everybody said the, the nation was hard. Since JJ time, JJ time. Said the, when dollar was 0.8, Kufour came when dollar was one dollar to one CD. We said it was hard. John, another John came, he's gone. Nanado too has come. We are still saying the country is hard. But can I tell you something? In this same period, some people traveled for the first time. In this same period, some people did their weddings outside. In this same period, some people did their birthday parties. In this same period, some people were killing cows and chewing. In this same period, people bought land and they finished building. And they are building another. And they are bought acres of land. You are still there. And the economy is hard. The economy is hard. Be there. As for us, we are activating a covenant. I said we are activating a covenant. Whether the government sees top or not, we are on top. Because when they say there is a casting down, we will say there is a lifting up. Give the Lord a shout of praise. And then you, you, you go and join the political commentators. Things are hard. Things are hard. Things are, no, no. Meetings are not hard. No, 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 no. I don't know that language. If that is the language you speak, you are not my friend. Things are not hard. No, no, no. Things are not hard. 
Things are not hard. Accept it the way it is. Things are not hard. If you are in God. If you are in God. Those who work in American embassy in Ghana, they live like Americans. Because they are in American embassy. They pay them from America, not Ghana. You can be in the village and yet walk in the covenant blessing of God. You can be working anywhere and yet the Bible said Joseph was a servant, was a houseboy in the house of Potiphar. But Potiphar said that I know that because you are working with me, that is why I am blessed. I'm here to tell somebody in 2019, every curse over your life shall be turned into a blessing. Come on, shout, I receive it seven times. So he took animals. That is money. Talk to me. That is money. In those days, that is their business. I mean, the prominent workers in those days are farmers, hunters. So he took animals. I'm coming to a point. In 15 minutes, I'll finish preaching. He took money, put on the altar. If you are a man who cannot give God money, I will not give you my daughter to marry. If I had a daughter, will you give me a daughter? No, no, no. You are a lady, you are in the church. Every day they are doing altar calls for money, money. Some guy doesn't get it. He has never gotten that. He comes to propose to you. You need to check it. cannot give to God, will not give to you. Even God, he didn't give to you. (laughs) And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said, in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. But you remember in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 thereabout, the Bible said, and God cursed the ground because of Cain. But because Noah raised an altar, gave a burnt offering, the curse on man was reversed. I declare upon your life, as you begin to walk in the order of sacrifice, may every curse concerning your life, concerning your family, concerning your marriage, concerning your children, let it be reversed in your favor. Come on, shout yes! We are complaining because we have refused to do our part of the covenant. No. God is not wicked. God thinks about when you are broke, God is worried. I'm telling you, the prayer of God for you is that you be blessed. So that you will become a blessing. But because we have gone outside the covenant, we want to use the same techniques the world is using no, no, you can enter into a certain realm. The Bible said that except a corn of wheat, one corn falls onto the ground and dies. It abides alone. Some of you are hoarding money. 
There is a man I know right now, he has been sick for two years. Sick, sick, sick. Money. Whilst he's there, money is just falling in his account. Plenty, plenty. Up to now, he has not been able to walk. He's there. He's going blind. When you go and talk to him, he does not even recognize you. Money is falling. Not small money. Hundred and something, 50,000, 90,000. And just imagine in two years. So I visited him. I looked at him. He is incapacitated. He can never walk unless God comes and lays hands on him. Money is in the account. And I told him, are you born again? Are you born again? Because I'm going to pray for you, but me, I don't believe in the prayer. Your soul is more important. Could it be and there was a sacrifice that could have exempted you. The Bible said every year Job will make an, a sacrifice for his children so that just in case they misbehave, the Lord will spare them. Don't follow every fool to go and fool. <laughs> Don't follow every fool to go and fool. Because some are covered. Some are surrounded. Some have covenant. You have no idea of. <laughs> you will go and drink, you will get kidney disease. They will drink and drink and drink. And they are healthy. Oh, <laughs> the hospital. They will drink heavy and drive home. Pepe, pepe. They will enter their house, the home is what your mouth thought back home. Don't follow every fool to go and fool. Some have covenant. You see somebody, you're on road, you are driving. Oh, driving speed. What so you are increasing your speed. Most times, those are the people who have deadly accidents. And the person who was causing the accident will be alive. You watch you and you drive up. You are gone. <laughs> there are people who are watching. So look at what Noah did and it erased a curse. You are walking in a curse. You can raise an altar. God will smell it and erase. And from that day in the verse 22, he said, From today, seed time and harvest time shall never cease. A new season hit mankind. There is a new season you need to enter into. It will take your heart to believe in God. To believe. These are the things that the world don't want us to preach. Because when you begin to break through, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And there are many people breaking through in the church. But sometimes for security reasons, we don't share them. But it is very wild. Wild, wild, wild. You'll be sitting there. When you call, no, no, this guy will go, he will go. <laughs> he will go and be blessed. I pray that you will not behave like that today. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. <laughs> Number two, covenant brings you into encounter with God. God looks for people 
with sacrificial covenant. They are children, I told you, they are children of God and they are children of God. Esau have I hated, Jacob have I loved. Go to Psalm 50, verse 5. Psalm 50, verse 5. Gather my saints together unto me. But wait, wait, wait. Let me show you the people I'm talking about. That is the semicolon. God is saying, gather my saints unto me. But wait, hey, before, hey, usher, wait, wait, don't wait. Wait, take your time. Let me show you the people. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Not those who have made covenant with me with their confession. Because we all have the confession sacrifice. If a man believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth, that is when you become a child of God. But this one, amongst the saints, these are the people I'm calling for now. I want to have a meeting with them. God doesn't just visit people. Are you here? A friend told me about a woman who was at the point of death with cancer. And when he went to pray for the woman, he said, ah, I see two years. Why? For the past two years, you've not paid your tithe. You have to clear it. I know, so for, why didn't you just pray? Said, no, no, no. God said he, she has to. That is what will reverse and delay her death. She cleared it and she lived. I don't know how that it, it, it works. It works. And let me warn you, when you give to God, sometimes it takes time for it to mature. Some will have 24-hour miracle, and I pray for you that you have that kind of miracle. Some it will delay. <laughs> because the processing time is not the same. So you can give to God. This is not normal offering. I'm going to call for some monies. All in direction of covenant day of sacrifice on the last Sunday of this month. It's not normal offering. I'm not talking about five CDs. No, 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 no. No, no. It's a sacrifice. It It will hurt your life. It will hurt your pocket. Instead of Uber, you may have to take trotro for a while. It will distort your arrangement. And sometimes when you give, that is when you start, you feel economic hardship. And the intellectuals begin to talk to you. Oh dear, what do you think of mom? You've been there, yo. You've been there, yeah. Keep it. That period, you look like a mockery. But it's just for a season. I have come to a point where I believe in sacrifice, sacrificial giving, more than prayer. Because when you have a good altar, you won't pray for long. Let me know you. And I showed those who came in the first service how Solomon had a prayer request in his heart. And it was never heard until the night he sacrificed. And God showed up. God visits people. You don't dream. You think uh, some of us we dream every day. We close the eyes and we dream. (laughs) 
pass at me. I don't dream. I'm those kind of people, and you are happy. You must dream. Because dreams are a channel through which God reaches people. Hallelujah. May the Lord open your eyes of dreams. So he came to Solomon. He said, ask whatever you need. Blank check. And Solomon had a prayer request. Say, you have have been with my father. Look at these great people. Give me wisdom to live. God said, ah, you're a good man, pa. You didn't ask for silver and gold, riches, wealth, and honor. You did not ask for the life of your enemies. And you did not even ask for long life. I will give you wisdom, but I will give you riches, wealth, and honor. I will give you the life of your enemies. And I will give you long life. I pray for somebody that you will change the direction of your destiny with a sacrifice. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Something must fall in your destiny to change your direction. Do you know that God can change your life in three years from today? Within three years from today, something can change about you, Francis. You drive small car, you're happy. You can, you can change the direction of your life in a period of three years. You'll be shocked. Praise the Lord. Even going to ask for the price of a land. But I can tell you that today you can ignite a certain flow that within three years you will buy land and you will build. And that will become something that has never happened in your family. And it will happen for you. I said it will happen for you. I remember giving out a certain seed. It shook my account. Think it took a long time to recover. My wife would look at me and say, It is where, it is where, it is where. It is where, it is where, it is where. But hey, it triggers a cycle of harvest. That is what I've seen in sacrifice it triggers so within a period you see that God shoots certain things in your life in cycles and sometimes it will make you cry to make you cry remember the day she brought checks up to three four zeros four zeros hey it's for God it's for God you put it on the altar some of you wives and husbands like by now you won't talk you won't talk I'm not saying it's 10,000. No. The father is in Z, four zero. That means it's not 10,000. Drop it on the altar. Ah, Adam, I say. I'm so mad here. You go try you know why. Now we to kind that. I to kind also say you have come We put it on the altar. And I'm telling you, God has been faithful. I end my sermon with the last blessing of a sacrifice. Sacrifices secures your victories and stops satanic attacks. Write it down. Sacrifices. It secures your victory. You are working so hard. 
Some of you are very good at hard working. It's good. Let's clap for them. <laughs> they are working so hard. Everybody knows that you are a hard worker. <laughs> but hard working doesn't make people prosper. It has a limit. It's God. When God's hand is on you, sometimes you may not even work hard like somebody. When you be big, it will be better, Charlie. The thing triggers a harvest. And you need to have that sacrificial covenant with God. As you are ushering, as you are serving God, as you are a prayer warrior, as you are sweeping the church, as you are doing this, you need to raise. I believe in this so much that today I wanted to preach giddy giddy, but I want to bring it to your heart. That if you can discover this secret, I've met people and they say, ah, so is it you? Is it you? It's me, pa. It's me. Because we started with nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. When I was going to marry, there was nothing in the hall. Only TV. An old San Wufa from university. By faith. Some of you are waiting for what? Cinderella Hall. A hall that is oscillating to bring your queen. Eh? A queen is a queen when even she's in a manger. Let's look at this scripture. Second, second Samuel chapter three. Sorry, Second Kings chapter three. I'll end my teachings on this. Have you been blessed? These are heavy. That I say, it's not for children. It's not for children at all. It's heavy. There, there, there are things I could have used those money to do. But when I gave it out, I've gotten those things that it could have done double. <laughs> it works. Now, Jerome, the son of Ahab, it's a long story. Let me paraphrase and pull what I want to say that we close. King Ahab had died. The father of Jerome was King Ahab. And there was a king of um, one of the, I, I think, Moab. Move, move to the next verse for me. The next verse. Um, the next verse. Yes. The king of Moab. He was supposed to be bringing royalties to the king of Israel every year. 100,000 lambs and 100,000 rams with their wool. May the Lord cause people to bring you wealth in 2019. So every year the man, the king was supposed to bring, but when King Ahab died, he stopped. And King Jeroboam got angry. He said he's going to attack. So he went and built some alleys with Jehoshaphat and then another king, the king of Edom. And they partnered to go against the people. But when they were going, 
they got to a point where there was no water for their armies and their camels and all that and horses. That means that they have been trapped. They are going to die for wilderness. Then Jehoram started talking. Hey, the Lord has gathered the kings to destroy them himself. So Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet that we may go and see? Sometimes your solution is having a prophet. And when we use a prophet, it's not what you know today as a prophet. Hello? Those days, there were no pastors. They were prophets. So every man of God was called a prophet. Are you okay? So not that I say prophet. So now, Charlie, you don't come to pastor. say, you're a prophet. One thing. Why are you? Pastor, I'm looking for prophets. We are looking for a man of God who will speak the mind of God. And the God, he said, There is a man called Elijah, the son of Shaphat, the man who poured water on the hands of Elijah. Okay, you are following me. Clap for them. Intelligent. I'm just showing you that I prepared before I came. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So when they got there, Elisha remembered what King Ahab did to his father. His Elisha remembered King Ahab and Jezebel. They tormented Elijah. So when he saw the son, may you not do something that will bring a curse on your children. May you make the life of your children very, very easy. So when Elisha saw Jehoram, he said, hey, what are you come to do here? Go to the prophets of your father and your mother. <laughs> that is where Dr. Lawrence will say, it is your, tell your father, your mother. It says in the Bible, to go and, where is it? <laughs> what have I to do with thee? Get thee to the prophets of thy father. He was preaching that day, we were all quiet. Say your father. So, he said, oh, why are you saying, oh, okay, let's go. And he brought this. Your father. Say. <laughs> so he was trying to say, they should go to the prophets of Baal and go for help. And then he said, you are lucky. If not for the respect I have for Jehoshaphat, I sack you long time. Because may, may you be the reason why people will have audience in great places. Your amen is not strong. Look for people who have relevance in God's presence. Some of you, all your friends have no relevance in anywhere in the country. When you are in trouble, who will speak for you? You are just there. Who is your friend? It is said that the five closest friends in your life determine your future. Who is your friend? At least have a friend who will stop you from drinking. But if all your friends are drunkards, you have a problem. So he said, go and dig ditches. You will not see the rain. You will not see wind. You will not see anything. But water 
will come and fill the ditches. I want to emphasize on something and I close. Sometimes the prophecy does not make sense. Did it make sense? They wanted water. But I want to show you, they wanted water first to drink. Please follow me. But the water that was produced was used for battle by the Lord. You are looking for prosperity today. You are looking for a certain blessing today. You are looking for a certain job today. You are looking for a certain marriage today. But God is going to give it to you, not only for your consumption, but also for him to use for battle. Come and give the Lord a shout in the house. Then, in the verse 20, look at what happened. Sacrifice. Three minutes out close. Someone say, I'll sacrifice. And it came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered that behold, there came water. Ah. Please, do you understand English? Hello. Let's read it together. One, two, go. It came to pass when the meat offering was offered, then the prophecy came to pass. There is a prophecy in your life, Ima. It is tied to a sacrifice. If you don't drop the sacrifice, it cannot manifest. So they had water, and when the armies of the Moabites were coming, they saw the water as blood. And they were scared. They say, ah, these people have slaughtered a lot of people. We cannot go and be added to the slaughter. Then they began to run away. And Israel pursued them and killed all of them. Entered into their town. Destroyed everything. And then, my last point, that sacrifice averts calamity. I don't know, but every year, for everybody... The devil throws a calamity your way. You can lift up a standard with your sacrifice. So the king of Moab, move to the verse 26 for me. Even the king of Moab understood the power of sacrifice. Sacrifice is a law. When it is obeyed, it works anywhere. He said, and when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took with him 700 men that drew swords to break through even unto the king of Edom, but they could not. 27. The power of sacrifice. I don't know what calamity the devil is sending your way. As you drop your sacrifice on the altar on 30th December, I see the Lord averting every calamity from your life. Then he took. Say he took. Wow. His elder son, the crown prince. Do you know what it means to take your crown prince? You know the investment that I've been made in the crown prince. You know what it cost Pharaoh when Moses left Egypt? Moses was learned in 40 areas, academic areas. 40. He was a militia, he was a doctor, he was a lawyer, he was an architect. 
he knew over 160 languages. The crown prince, he took his crown prince. The elder son that should have reigned in his stead and offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel. And they departed from him and returned to When Israel saw the sacrifice, they stopped killing. There is a sacrifice that you have to drop to avert calamity. Sometimes somebody will be in the car, the person's time to die has come. But because of the covenant on your life, <laughs> there is no accident. Rise up on your feet. I want you to lift up your two hands and begin to speak the language of the Holy Spirit. 